Welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast. And actually, this is the fifth year of the Beast Game Podcast. We'll get into that a little bit later. We're talking about Fast 9, F9, whatever it's called. Fast and Furious 9. F9 the Fast Saga is what IMDb calls this. And this is the long-running series of Fast and Furious. It's like 2000. What was Fast and Furious? Like 2000? 2000. Yeah, 2001, I think. This is Vin Diesel's pet project that he'll never let go, never let it die, because it's all about family, just like the Beast game. <laughs> is it really about family, though? Uh, this is one it was. really about family? <laughs> it's directed by Justin Lin, who has done other movies in the series. I believe Fast Five. Was that James Wan? James Wan! One of those two. No, Justin Lin did uh, Fast Five. He did a couple yeah, so yeah. Fast Five, and I guess Fast and the Furious, which we've been for, reinvigorated the series. Because you yeah, had yeah. Too Fast, Too Furious, which is a 2000 movie. If there's a 2000 movie out there, it's that movie. Tokyo Drift, which would be three, and then Fast and the Furious brought people back. Everybody can come back from the dead. So it did let it. And then Fast Five was just straight up a good action crime movie. Yeah, nice life. It was awesome. Yeah. I liked it. And then some of the other ones in the series in between Vin Diesel flying across bridges. Oh, yeah, it was glorious. Yeah, <laughs> it was glorious. Huh? So it's over the top stunts. Vin Diesel stomped a parking garage, collapsed the whole thing. The rock grabbed There's a, a rocket. There's a reason for that. The, the Rock grabbed a rocket, turned it midstream. Played again. He, <laughs> he did. Well, again. The, the, the rocket bounced in the air. All right. Uh, he just... Brian also jumped off a bus that was falling off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> he countered the distance between. No, there's science behind this. All right. Uh, stop. But <laughs> get it back to the podcast. Writers are Daniel Casey, Justin Lin. I'm pretty sure Vin Diesel probably has a credit. Stars Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Jordana Brewster, Tyrese is in the movie, Ludacris is in the movie, Natalie Emmanuel's in the movie, Charlize Theron's in the movie, John Cena! Yamanu's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and the synopsis is. Cypher enlists the help of Jacob, Dom's younger brother, who is Charlie Theron's character from the previous movie, to take revenge on Dom and his team. But the movie starts off in a flashback. Dom's, and I guess Jacob's father, on a racetrack. Another driver clips his father. His father runs into the wall. Fiery crash. Starts some tensions between Vin Diesel's character and John Cena's character the younger versions of the character that Vin Diesel is kind of the, the more thoughtful one. And then John Cena's character is the angry one that he wants to kill the person that killed his father, but Vin Diesel stops him. Then they just kind of start off with this. The brothers are already at odds from that point on. Then it jumps to Vin Diesel living on the farm with his family. So it's Letty, his son, and Vin Diesel, Ludacris, Tyrese, and Ramsey show up and start talking about Mr. Nobody, who was, I guess, was that two movies ago? I don't know. At this yeah. Point. Yeah, but Kurt, Russell. Kurt Russell's character worked for the government, 
hey, just like the A team, um, assembling a crazy team, the Suicide Squad, to go out there and do all the stuff that we can't send or have the government do. Missing Nobody's Missing. That then sets Vin Diesel off to figure out what's going on because Charlize Theron's character, Cypher, who was in custody, is now loose. So I think they go to Brazil, somewhere in South America, in the midst of trying to track down what's going on with Nobody and Charlie Theron's character. He runs into his brother, John Cena. Yeah, with you. <laughs> John Cena's working for Cypher and some other little short dude. Vin Diesel's trying to figure out what's going on. Like, why does his brother that was never mentioned in the previous eight movies showed up? Because it's all about family. We're going to start off with Big Mike. Really? We going me first? So. <laughs> yes. I'll get the negative stuff first, but it's fine. All right. So we'll go to Matt. Matt, how do you feel about Fast 9? They should not have made it. I agree. When Paul Walker died, they should have just ended the series, called it a day. It was smooth. It was emotional. It was something worth watching. They must have been high as shit when they <laughs> thought of making this movie. Oh, my God. They was like puffing on mushrooms or ecstasy or molly or some combination of it. Or maybe they thought like a six-year-old probably came up with the plot. Yeah. Because there's so many things that contradicted what the previous movies was doing. Fast and Furious was family, family, family. How many years or how many movies did it take for them to mention his brother? About like that makes... 20 like years worth of movies. <laughs> or family. Every movie was about family. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, he has a brother that he didn't mention. What? Correct. So if y'all and Letty knew who he was, so it was, it was just like, okay, what's going on now? So no one cared to mention that Vin Diesel has a brother, and also that didn't even yeah. look like Vin Diesel as a kid. But go for ahead. all we know, he might have like a long lost sister or a lost uncle. His or father something. might still I mean, be alive, yo. He's making know. shit up. His father might still be alive. <laughs> Without going too far into it, because Keith hasn't watched it yet, it's like really. Really. And the crazy thing is that we predicted this like two years ago. The next thing they're going to do, I think Mike was the one that actually brought it up. He's like, oh, well, they're going to probably do this. And lo and behold, they did it. Mm-hmm. Was that a surprise? No. Was it flawless? Definitely no. Where do you go from here? Honestly, where do you go from well, the ridiculousness like that we saw? Still two more movies. It was ridiculous. Seems like there's still two more movies. Yes, it is. And then it's I like- heard, yep, it's going to be part one and part two for... I'm yeah. assuming it's going to be Fast and Furious X. Uh, that's what I'm assuming it's going to be. Oh, you not X? What's happening? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't get it. And I actually like The Rock. I would like for The Rock to come back to the series, but I don't think that'll ever happen. Yeah, yeah that I, Hobbs that, and Shaw movie. That was, a miss. that was a big miss. Yeah, I, it I mean, was At a this miss, point, but... Tyrese and Ludacris should have their own movie. Just the, yeah, they should. Well, remember that was part of the beef. Tyrese said that they asked that they had proposed spinoffs with a lot of them before, and they all turned it down. That's why he was pissed with the Rock that he accepted it. Yeah, and the Rock just told him to shut up, and that was the end of it. <laughs> yeah, so he ain't never going to match me. Go ahead and finish, man. I don't know why the hell they made this. And I looked at my mom after he watched it. She was like, oh, it's good. I was like, oh, good Lord. <laughs> my mom was like, yeah. They went into space. That was amazing. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, they're going, oh, shit. How did they do that? Oh, like, no, no, no. I'm going to watch the movie. That was in the 
But oh, they actually did that. Yeah. Man. Yeah, they had already announced that. So that wasn't like a surprise. Yeah, um, yeah that was now. nothing new. Yeah. I don't understand this. It's just like nowhere else to go. So they just keep going out. Man, next oh, week, you know, they're going to go to Krypton or something. <laughs> I want them to fight Thanos. Thanos and Darkseid. And after that, I'll be good. Basically. Yes. They went in like bloodshot territory at some point. I'm like, oh, hold on. Like, what happened? <laughs> Matt, you hit the nail on the head. I'm telling you. They straight jack the Marvel formula. When you see this, if you don't think Marvel, <laughs> the, I trust me, they literally are jacking Marvel. It's basically Soldier Boy. He jacked my whole flow, ball for ball, word for word. It's literally them trying to emulate Marvel. Mm-hmm. Really, I, cool I agree. All right, well, let me step in for a second. I did not like this movie, and for me, this movie is just a lot of noise. Haven't seen Triple X. More recent one where Vin Diesel was riding a motorcycle on a wave, which boggles the mind. This that, one that had skis on it. This one is all built around set pieces. The story is inconsequential. Then again, I keep bringing up the fact that there's too many times when characters pull guns out on other characters, it holds no emotional weight whatsoever. And I got tired of that. Then Cardi B's in the movie. Like, why? I don't understand. That was so forced. That's every movie that has some entertainer or starters in there. Iggy Azalea, Rita Orr, like they've always done that. So it just fits the formula. Yeah. And then it was always like these scenes where John Cena gets the one up, Dom gets the one up, John Cena gets the one up. And then all of a sudden there's always people dressed in black with guns running into your room. This time it's John Cena. Next time it's Vin Diesel, and I'm like, I don't really understand this, but it's just all this back and forth, and obviously the movie's built around the beef that Vin Diesel and John Cena are supposed to have as brothers, and I don't care about that. This series really peaked at Fast Five, and this one tries to really emulate a lot of the stuff that happened in Fast Five, really the ending sequence. Very early on, they established something about magnetism. That plays a part into later in the movie. But it's that Fast Five safe scene is the best chase scene of any of these movies. And it can't be replicated. Long running series. But Mission Impossible also has a similar formula. So Mike's talking about the Marvel formula. That is also the Marvel formula. You get... right. Tom Cruise, bunch of his buddies, bunch of people that have already been in the movie. Tom Cruise is hanging off planes. He's flying helicopters upside down. Top Gun, he's flying the actual plane. Doesn't matter. Tom Cruise is going to do it. He broke his ankle. Kept running. Finished the movie. But (laughs) (laughs) this one lacks a lot of stuff. Lacks a lot of compelling stuff that Mission Impossible has. There's a lot of believability in what Tom Cruise does. So regardless if it's some of the CG or if it's actually Tom Cruise, I'm pretty sure Tom Cruise would do that. But a lot of this is just CG nonsense tacked on to every now and then we have to cut to Roman or Ludacris's character or whoever is driving, talking through walkie-talkie. 
And it's like, I really don't care. And I would just say, uh, to use the terminology, this is Jump the Shark. Completely. Everything that this movie does, it just jumps the shark. Have Charlize Theron's character in a box for the majority of the movie. So she showed up for one day, filmed all her scenes, and then left. A great actress deserves a little bit more than that. Still save to get two more movies. Fast X, X Fast, like whatever they go. Extra Fast. Like whatever we're going to decide to call it. <laughs> Extra Can this Fast. Can be up to Razzie? This movie? Yep. I... Mm. It's bad. It's just not that bad. It's not infinite. Keith, bad. you're going to be laughing the whole fucking movie. But, I mean, really, again, it's all built around set pieces. So, I would just say, hire Michael Bay for the next movie. I think somehow, whatever he decides to do, and Vin Diesel coming together, it would just be bonkers. Because that's what happens in Michael Bay movies. So, again, I didn't like it. And I would not rewatch this. I would just rewatch Fast Five over and over again because that movie. You know good. what I want to see? I want to see Vin Diesel and Optimus Prime. It can happen just, at this point. Just, I mean, just fucking do that shit, and then they go outer space. You know what? No, no, no. We were talking about Voltron before. You got the cars. Let them all form together, form into a robot, and just make it like Pacific Rim. <laughs> Charlize Theron has her own robots. Let them go at it. Rock them, sock them. I've already written a script for X-Fast. <laughs> like whatever you want to call that movie. But didn't like it. Big Mike, how would you feel about Fast and Furious 9? All right. I will stand on the Fast 9 <laughs> by my damn self if I have to. <laughs> I'm telling you this flat out now. What did I say after the last one, Barry? You said that- All logic. It's been out the window. Yeah. You should not go in this movie expecting anything to make sense, be logical. You should just go in, expect some big action, and enjoy the shit. That's it. That's the only purpose of this franchise from now on. And yes, for me, it lived up to expectation. I like the movie. I might argue I loved it. I like the shit better than eight. <laughs> I'm being completely honest with you. Eight was probably the weakest to me. The rock. Uh, the new one. Grabbed a missile with his bare hand. This is the level. Tokyo was was horrible. No, I'm talking about the new the no, when I'm they about the new stuff. The new stuff after Vin Diesel came back. Production credit. Fast and Furious. Fast forward. Yeah, Fast and Furious. That was the fourth one. Yeah. And he yeah. came back and he said, "Give me that production credit." Because Triple like, X I want, my, I want my money. <laughs> he was like, "I want my money," and they said, "All right." And they said, "You know what? That movie did well." Then Fast Five, he got that. Cut of the box office? Nothing that they do now is going to top Fast Five. We've already established that. Hands mm-hmm. down, that's one out the entire series. I know they'll never top that. This movie did enough and touched on other stuff enough for me. Again, doesn't have to be logical. Doesn't have to make sense. I'm not looking forward to. I'm just telling you that when I watched this in my mind, I went, the fact that they have continuity better than fucking DC right now is goddamn astonishing. It is amazing. I would argue that shit to the death. That right now, this franchise is more continuity than damn DC. I'm serious. To me, it was good. I would not critically rank this. I would judge it strictly popcorn. But it works for me. Because again, it's just all set pieces. Yes. With small bits of dialogue strung together. 
And there's also a point where Vin Diesel fought off like 12 dudes. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, but that's like every movie now. No, he fought off 12 dudes and like pushed them back. <laughs> like he was He's got super strength, yo. Like what the Yo, know, it was like Bloodshot. Bloodshot mixed with Fast and the Furious. I'm like, yo, Vin Diesel just football charged 12 dudes and threw them off a bridge. I'm like, huh? Throw logic out of the window. And got shot, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shot in the head i mean or did he get nah. shot in like like unless the heart shot or the head shot you know, he can survive that shit you know? his muscles like deflect the bullets and not you know? just fend off 12 dudes yo <laughs> like whole strata train killers yo Don Fredo is invincible don't you know this barry i know it now <laughs> <laughs> no Look, all right so it's better than the last there. movie that's all i need to know i feel like i've seen john cena act Way better than other stuff. In this movie, to me, it seemed like the entire movie he was doing a wrestling promo. Well, he just had his grumpy face. He's the Terminator fa- in this one. He just had his grumpy face on. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like he literally was a couple times. Like, we said, I swear he's in a ring yelling at another wrestler right now. I was like, I'm fucking irritated with that. But Played like a father. It was like his daughter was trying to have sex or something. Blockers. Yeah. He was okay in that. He was funny. Even though that. I didn't like that movie, he was okay in it. Because it kind of goes against type for him. But let's go to scores. I'm going to keep this spoiler free so Keith can chime in at a later point. But Matt, what score would you give this? I give this a two. Again, movie shouldn't have been made. Over the top action scenes and continuous, continuous plot over plot over plot with no time to digest. Yeah, I mean, it's basically it's just like- chasing the MacGuffin, chasing the MacGuffin item to the next point in time. And then, hey, the MacGuffin item's not here. Chase the MacGuffin item again. But go ahead. Yeah, it's like drinking out of a, a water hose on full blast. Now, I'm not talking about a stream, <laughs> but full blast. You, you no. don't have enough time to digest what's happening because it's just <laughs> crazy plot after crazy plot after crazy plot. And it's, it's just it's too much. And none of it makes sense. Not just a hose. We're talking it. about fire hose. It's like it's, it's, Oh, yeah. I mean, just shooting you in the face. It's accomplishing nothing. It's, it shouldn't have been made. It's, none of it makes sense. It's horrible. Horrible movie. <laughs> the thing is, I am hoping that X, X the Rass. next two that happens, I'm assuming it's going to be Fast and Furious X and then X2. Yeah, that, X. Huh? <laughs> probably just called FX or FFX. <laughs> yeah, it, it might end up being that, but too fast, I too hope furious. that there's some thought of uh, common sense when it comes to this? Because... No, no. I mean, again, just form the Megazord and let it be. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see like a combination of like Transformers and Power Rangers with, with Fast and Furious directed by Michael Bay and then that'd be it. I'd go to the movie theater high and have a good time. This movie gets a 2 out of 10 for me. I definitely ain't going to watch it. And then if I do come across it i think i'll change it to infomercial yeah so again series peaked fast five great movie i'll revisit that over and over again but this one just went a little too far it went just way too far i mean even the last movie started going off in the wrong direction where they think that vin diesel was turned and that's the ethan hunt equivalent well ethan went rogue and now the government needs to stop him it doesn't really work for that movie because it's all about family. 
We already know that Vin Diesel's not going to be the bad guy, so it doesn't really work. But Vision Impossible has continuously showed that having a pet project can work as long as it's believable. This just goes way off too silly, and I can't just look at this as a popcorn movie. I can't look at it as cinema because it's just noise to me. As Matt was talking about, too much stuff is happening. Look at all this stuff and say, is this a movie? Because it's not. It's just set piece after set piece after set piece that, hey, wouldn't it be great? And it just doesn't work for me. So I'm going to side with Matt and give this a two. We were talking offline. I didn't like this movie. <laughs> uh, Big Bite, what score would you give this? Ten. From, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not going that far. From a critical standpoint, if I really started breaking stuff down and nitpicking and all that, I'm like between seven and half and eight critically. I say, if you like six, seven, or eight at all, I don't understand how you wouldn't like this one. Again, logic has been out the window. Literally, we're not going there expecting great writing. Hell, I wouldn't expect absolute positive great acting. Oh, no. Acting, Vin Diesel cannot Cars, <laughs> a shot of some women, and... Some shit that I enjoy. So from a critical standpoint, like I said, I'm seven and eight. But from a popcorn standpoint, if we go on one to five bucks of popcorn, I'd eat five bucks of popcorn watching that shit. Keith, <laughs> please see this and let me know. What you if you I mean, I'm watching. And on the mountain by myself. But I'm telling you, Keith, from what you were just saying, I feel like you will like this. Oh, I know I'm going to like love the previous ones. Keith, again, as Mike was talking about, the rock ride the rocket. They went in the space. Like, Come on. They grabbed the rocket, strapped it to a Pontiac. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to say the most illogical shit. If for whatever reason, it ends up. Is it better than Hobbs and Shaw? Yes. Yes. All right, I paid money for Hobbs and Shaw, so yes. I am like. It is better than Hobbs and Shaw. All right, I'm down with that. Do that. That was a terrible movie. I'm black Man, that's all I care about, yo. Hobbs and Shaw was some trash, though. I mean, that, that's some shit out of the wall, yo. How you gonna, like, have some Samoans their own private island with, like, rockets and shit and, like, no. Don't nah, know Telling you now, don't be shocked if the rock is back by the last one. They're jacking the Marvel formula. The last one's gonna be their endgame. I'm not saying it's gonna be good like endgame. I'm just saying, you see where they're headed. Well, nobody can die. John Cena's in a movie now. John Cena versus The Rock. Again, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Getting back to it being the fifth anniversary of the Beast Gang, I want to let you know that this podcast is being brought to you by our first sponsor through some moves that this man has been making on the streets. Yes, them streets. He has taken the game to a whole new level. He didn't franchise the trap. So coming to a corner near you... General Gale's Brick Market. Oh, yes, General Gale got that secret recipe cooked up in that Pyrex. He gives the two-piece and the biscuit a whole new connotation. And for a limited time, every order comes with the General's signature fried rice. The General even has kids' meals. Children can take home a General Gale bobblehead, the legs gets his money, yo, coloring book, a heckling conch, 9mm water gun, and even his copy of his New York Times best-selling children's book, Them Streets Raising. So he will proceed to give you what you need, General Miguel's Brick Market, because if it tastes like crap, he already got you hooked. General Miguel's. <laughs> yo, whose intro is this? <laughs> like, Lord, I'm ready to buy stuff, yo. What the hell? <laughs> so, Big Mike been making the moves, yo. 
<laughs> oh man oh but yes it's been five years even though james is not here but it's been a good time we just reviewed fast and the furious uh, it could have been a better movie but considering the first movie was x-men apocalypse <laughs> a terrible oh. entry in that we've had some very good stuff black panther unanimous 10 but then you also have stuff like Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> but I appreciate you guys being on the podcast. I mean, COVID and everything else going on. Still get it back out to the theaters and mother be driving in person. HBO Max, because they're idiots. <laughs> I mean, it's been big change in cinema. I mean, now everything's coming out dual release. I mean, before that stuff wasn't even happening. They didn't even care that much. I'm a long way from that first trash movie we reviewed. Yeah, and also Suicide Squad was not a unanimous movie either. At that time, we probably wouldn't even believe that it would get a sequel. <laughs> Five years ago, we were saying we would be doing podcasts through a global pandemic. I don't think any of us would have believed it. Yeah. So, <laughs> there is that magnificence. Um yeah, but there's uh, a lot of changes. A lot of things have changed, and a lot of things have uh, uh, grown a lot in the last uh, five years. So, peace out to everybody. Good looking out. Let's see what happens in five more years. I mean, actually, I'm kind of worried what's going to happen in five years. <laughs> but I'm going to keep a positive outlook on things. Well, so. maybe it's alien apocalypse. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, at, well, this point, James, at this point, it's just it. like Fast and the Furious. How much more can happen? If that a thing that has brought us closer together, regardless of time zones, I look forward to another 5, 10, 15 years, however long that we do decide to do this. Congratulations, everybody. Congratulations, everybody. It's a hell of a journey. You know, I'm on board for life, and <laughs> five years from now, we'll probably still be reviewing another Fast and Furious movie. This shit ain't probably. Me. Fast and the Furious 14. <laughs> like I said, they, you know, Universal apparently wants them to cross over with Jurassic World. How the hell that's going to happen? Don't know. Now, that might be my straw. I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that. Now. Chris Pine shows up. John <laughs> yeah. Cena. Yeah, at some point, Dolph Ziggler uh, being in the movie. After and wins, like nah, <laughs> like at some point I will be like, what the hell? Now we've gone way too ridiculous, but nah, it's been fun. I enjoy it. It's literally one of the brightest spots of my week. And uh, I'll say, love you guys, and <laughs> look forward to continuing to do it. Because isn't Transformers Universal also? Uh, I believe so. All yeah. right, so there you Which, go. That would make more sense to me. Though, <laughs> also hire us, Warner Brothers, because like another five years, you might not be a movie company. <laughs> <laughs> HBO Max might be the only thing you know him for. Because Discovery is probably going to jettison you by that time. So we can save franchises. And again, you know, thank you. It's also been Beast Game 600 this year, or at least during the pandemic, Beast Game 600. So it's been a good ride. General Miguel's brick market. <laughs> <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs>